Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to episode 19 of Armchair Donkeys. Today is a special episode as we have our first couple and our first woman on the show today. Actors Stephen Amell and Cassandra Jean Amell have been diehard Rams fans and season ticket holders since the Rams moved back to L.A. in 2016. I want to jump into your journey as Rams fans. Let's start with you, Cass. You're from Houston, Texas, and when I met you in, let's call it 2009, you were a diehard Tom Brady and Patriots fan. First, I have to ask, why not the Houston Texans, and where do you currently stand with the Patriots and Tom Brady? Great question. So not the Houston Texans because I left Houston the year that they got the Texans. So there wasn't a ton of loyalty there. We had the Oilers back in the day. I remember going to games with my dad and my family and it was really great. And then they left and then they went to Tennessee and I was like seven. So, um, you know, we had to, we had to cheer for somebody. And it sure as hell isn't going to be the Cowboys. <laughs> so there's a Houston and Dallas rivalry. I had to pick somebody. And at the time, I mean, I became a fan back in the Bledsoe Parcells days. And at the time, the Patriots were this underdog that came up and went to the Super Bowl. And Tom Brady was this, you know, this backup. And I just watched him come up through the Patriots with Belichick, became more a Belichick Brady fan, which I think was true of my husband as well. Yeah. And, uh, and that just sort of led to being a Patriots fan since I lived in a city that didn't have a football team. And then I moved to L.A. No football team here either. So or at least there wasn't at the time. So I just kind of stuck with it. And then the second that they announced that the Rams were coming to L.A., I immediately got on board and there was no bandwagoning or anything like that. It's just, OK, I live in this I live in Los Angeles. The Rams are moving to Los Angeles. I am now a Los Angeles Rams fan. I love it. Now, there's some rumors circulating that uh, Tom Brady, there's one team that he wants to play for, and it's up in the Bay, who would be a rival uh, to you guys. Is that going to, would the Niners then become your second team if that happens? Or I think, I think you started that rumor, didn't you? I, I, <laughs> That's wishful thinking. I, I might have I started the rumor, but if you listen, my buddies tell me that on the radio stations in the Bay Area right now, that's all that they're talking about is that John Lynch is trying to broker that deal to get it done to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo to Tampa. I think there's a 1% chance that Tom Brady uh, is finished with football. I think he's absolutely oh, coming okay. back. Uh, I don't think, I don't know where he's going to land, but I would be shocked if, I mean, he might take a year off, but I think that he is not done on the football field. I think he's just going to get an offer he can't refuse by somebody. And so, I think he's going to so on the field. If, if that offer is in San Francisco, where, where are you, you going to be? Will they be your number two team or will, will they be? No, absolutely not. I no. am totally committed to the Rams. No. Um, 100% committed to the Rams. I remember when they announced that the Rams were coming to LA, I said, that's it. We're getting season tickets. Done. And Stephen goes, hold on. Wait a minute. You can't just become a fan. We've got to go to some of the games. I go, nope. Uh-uh. 
I'm in. Uh, I'm super in. Are you going to speak for me for the entire podcast? (laughs) You can jump in at any point. Hold on. on. I I got a question for you, Stephen. You grew up in Canada. Um, Now, Bobby and I played with a couple of guys who are from Montreal. You've got the build of a strong safety. Did you ever play? I played in high school. I played running back, though. Okay. Um, I can see that. Yeah. I I was one of the better athletes on the team. So that's where they put me in. And and where was that at? What? What part of Canada was that? So that was in uh, Toronto and surrounding area. So I went to school, high school up in Aurora, Ontario, which is like 45 minutes or so north of Toronto. But we played, I was at St. Andrews College. So we played, you know, Upper Canada College, uh, St. Mike's, Central Tech, uh, Ridley College, uh, TCS, all the different schools that we played. Um, Yeah, I, I just grew up, I grew up loving football. I had some opportunities to go to smaller schools uh, on scholarship, but I just d- decided I was never going to make the league ever. <laughs> you, don't, you, you never know. You never know. Who, who, was, your <laughs> who was your team when you were growing up uh, up there in Canada? So I didn't, I never had, a, I never had a team. The first football game that I remember is the first Bills, the first Bills Super Bowl. So the Scott Norwood wide, right? game i remember watching that because growing up in toronto we would only get you know we would get a cowboys game or a 49ers game or a los angeles rams game not really later in the afternoon uh in that window but in the early window we would always get the the buffalo bills game that's what came through on global television channel three in toronto so i rode with the bills through those first four super bowls and then you know my fandom really picked up. Ironically, uh, right around the time that Brady and Belichick won their first Super Bowl, I remember reading. I remember watching the game at my then girlfriend's place, and I remember watching. It's true. <laughs> and I also remember watching the watching the snow game that preceded it, and then the AFC Championship game in Pittsburgh. And uh, I, I remember the day after the Super Bowl reading the article that Bill Simmons wrote for ESPN uh, from New Orleans. And from that point in time, I really fell in love with the Belichick and Brady combo. I read uh, The Education of a Coach on Bill Belichick by David Halberstam. And by the time the 2007 Pats ran through the league and you know were <clears throat> 18-0, and 0, I was a ride or die with that team, like that loss against the Giants, th- that hurt. Like that felt like one of my own teams. And then when I moved to LA 2010, I just became a fan. I always liked Brady and Belichick, but became a fan of the league overall. And then sure enough, when the Rams came here, Cass is like, we're getting season seats and we're fans. And I said, well, we're going to get season seats. And unfortunately, like the hindsight is 2020. I I can guarantee we're big Rams fans now, but if Jeff Fitcher was coaching the fucking team, we probably (laughs) wouldn't be fans. I mean, that first year, four and 12 in the Coliseum was no fun at all. Coliseum in general. At all. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know the Coliseum. Uh, Yeah. What what was, how how much of that, that, um, you know, Bill Belichick, Patriots, how much did that both of you guys being fans of those of those teams did that weigh in at all in your first couple dates uh, chemistry feel, wise? Yeah, I feel like our second date was or first or second date was probably entirely that football 
based conversation. Um, and it was absolutely one of those, Oh, me too. Me too. And we just, you know, talked about some of the, the highlights and favorite moments. So it was a factor. Hang on. Let me, let me, let me, let me have that here. <laughs> we met in Hollywood. We met at Sayers club on like a yeah. Wednesday, on like a Wednesday night. And I got Cass's number. And then I, before we went out to dinner, with each other the following week, I invited her over to my apartment in Hollywood because I had like a bunch of boys come over for football Sunday. And I remember she came over for the, you know, the one o'clock games for the West coast folks out there. And then we actually went to the bar on Melrose that we watched parlor that we went to the parlor that night, just with the friends that she brought over for a Steelers for the night game. game, And it was a Steelers Ravens game. Mm -hmm. And we just we just chatted, but we we chatted a lot about football. I don't think that we were. I, I don't think that I had the 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 self confidence to bring up Tom Brady, um, you know, <laughs> as a struggling actor in in, in 2000 and, 2011. Well, I mean, I feel like we talked about just the Patriots run and and yeah. in, in general. Yeah, like who's your team? Who do you yeah, like? Yeah. Oh, who do you, well, like to you watch? know. Yeah. But I mean. And let me ask you guys this. You guys have been there since day one. Uh, you've seen – what's it been like watching this Rams fan base grow here in L.A.? You think you think it's they're coming on strong? Do you think the bandwagoners are starting to come on board? Do you well, see it yeah, happening or organically? Or? Well, I mean, listen, when you go to the – you, look, when you go to the Coliseum, I think, mm-hmm. I think the thing that – I mean, there's, first of all, there's a, there's a huge – and, and this is true of the of the Dodgers as well, and well, I guess the Lakers, but certainly the Rams and the Dodgers. And if you're not in Los Angeles, you don't know, but the there's a huge fan base in the Hispanic community, mm-hmm. um, which you see all the time at yeah. games, and you definitely see people in like Jack Youngblood jerseys and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, there are definitely there, are some there for sure. There are definitely fans here, um, but I, I it's, it's look, it's got a good. There's a good Rams fan base. I mean, the NFC Championship game was the between the Rams and the 49ers. That so two was teams awesome. from California was the most watched NFC Championship game in close to a decade. Mm-hmm. And sure, the 49ers come in there and their fans are super loud, but that team has won five championships. Like it it just happens. Yeah. You you have to you have to win. That's why Sunday is exciting for a variety of reasons. But you know, growing up in Toronto being a big Raptors fan, I know going back there now that there were always fans in that city, but then they won the title in 2019. And now people are ride or die with Raptors. You see Raptors stuff everywhere. Especially in LA when there's so much other, there's so many things to compete with in this city compared to a lot of other places where football might be, I mean, Cleveland, Ohio, for example, mm-hmm. uh, poor Cleveland Browns fans, but uh, there's mm-hmm. not much else going on there in Cleveland. I think you can't ignore the the growth in fans as the Rams shifted to SoFi, because at the end of the day, people are going to get excited for a new venue and a new stadium and people that maybe were on the fence or not even Rams fans at all we're excited to go to a game and when it's a great experience, it's easier to hop on board and become a fan. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's, let's jump into this game. Uh, This show is all about betting football uh, and the Rams are a four point favorite in the Super Bowl in their home stadium against cool Joe 
and his Cincinnati Bengals. The over-under in this game is 48 and a half. Bob, you got uh, – Bobby took the Rams to win the Super Bowl the day they made the Stafford trade hey. at plus, at plus <laughs> 1,300. What are we thinking here, Bob? Are you going to press that bet and take the Rams minus four on top of that? Yeah, man, I'm doubling down. I uh, I don't know if I'm going to do four and a half, but this is what I'm thinking. I think I'm going to parlay the money line Rams and the over because uh, I think there's going to be yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. And um, at, at that being said, I do like the Rams to win. Um, I don't love four and a half though, because uh, I think. Joe Burrow and the Bengals, they just they don't know what they don't know, right? They're just rolling through these playoffs. They're young guys that are super talented and they're playing well. Um, but so I, I, that's right now. I think I, I'm definitely going with the Rams, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna parlay the the over and the and the and the money line Rams to win it win it outright. So I would be really I personally would be hesitant for the over only because we were at the Super Bowl in Atlanta when it was Rams Patriots. And I don't know if you guys remember the specifics of that game, but the uh, over was just nowhere near and it was a slow game. And you go into it thinking that there are these two teams that are both offensively aggressive. And we, we thought it was just going to be this, you know, you know, 31, 27 outcome. I don't know. The, the over was looking really good. And it was the exact opposite of that. So only because of that experience would I be hesitant for an over personally. What do you think? I don't get into over-unders. <clears throat> um, but I, I if you're going to press a Rams bet, I'd press Rams and Stafford to win the MVP. Really? What's, what, I like my, what's Stafford to win the MVP? Like minus 130, I think? No, he wouldn't be minus. He wouldn't be minus. That'd be impossible. I, I, I don't think, think it's a minus it. number for Stafford to win it. I Probably think it is. is, yeah. I, I don't think, think so. he's going to win the MVP. So I think that Stafford is going to win. I think that Stafford will win the MVP um, unless Cup gets north of two touchdowns. Then it might be Cup, but the going to the games uh, and, and watching him since he's come to the team, um, I'd say that Cup's going to get it, but I actually think that the I actually think that the the big like the big dude for the Rams on Sunday is going to be Beckham. I, I agree a hundred percent. I think that's watching him play and seeing him in yeah. person. He's so much bigger than you think. Uh, I just talked with this guy, Will Blackman, who played in the league yesterday for the podcast that my buddy Drew and I are doing and Beckham wears a four X glove. It's massive hands. Well, that's why he catches things with his fingers. He just I know. But what I'm saying is, is that I think that I, I think that he's going to get I think that he's going to catch at least a TD. So even if Cup, who's going to win Offensive Player of the Year mm -hmm. tomorrow mm -hmm. yeah. at NFL Honors, even if Cup gets a couple of touchdowns, I think that Stafford sprinkles one to OBJ, and then he's got three touching, three passing touchdowns, and he's just the he's just the MVP. And then you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about the Rams being up by eleven, and 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 Jamar Chase streaking down the sideline with. 18 seconds left on the clock for the backdoor cover. Can I tell a quick betting story, please? Yeah, get in yeah. there. Go. go. All right, here we go. So Cass and I were just on a trip, and it was at the beginning of the playoffs. And I said, hey, let's throw down a future bet. And we threw down a sizable chunk of change on a Rams-Chiefs 
Super Bowl matchup. A fun chunk of change. We're not. We're not irresponsible. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars <laughs> on on a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. It paid out at eighteen to one. Was that that was that was for this year? Yeah, for this year. That yeah. was um, the Bengals fucked it up. Yep. <laughs> and, and, when, and when they were up twenty-one nothing, you were like ching ching. <laughs> well, I, you know, actually, they were looking good for a minute there. It was looking the, good. The, the Niners, the Niners hadn't played. The Niners Rams game hadn't taken place yet. It hadn't, it hadn't, been hadn't, about yet. It. It hadn't got off yet. So I would have had a chance to. I would have had a chance to, um, to middle the bet. If I wanted to, we don't bet on sports. I haven't, I can't remember no. the last time that I actually placed a bet on sports because mm-hmm. I established long ago that I suck at it. <laughs> um, but you're a big fantasy football guy though, yeah? I, yeah? I am, but I only play in, I only play in one league and it, we started it in 2011. So the year that I met, the year that I met Cass, 2011, we started it in 2010. Um, but it's just, it's, it's called the God League. It's the grown ass dick league. And um, you know we don't have a, we don't have a big pot, but I won the but I won the I won the I won the the, the league in 2013, and I changed our trophy to an old style WWF uh, championship belt. So the winner gets the belt, and that Love makes it. the league like there are guys in the league that have never won the belt. But see, so. I don't really consider fantasy football sports betting. I mean, there is, you could consider it sports gaming, but it's more, I mean, because there's a skill to it and. But but you haven't, you haven't dabbled with DraftKings and things of that nature. Uh, A little bit. DraftKings and FanDuel, who started in fantasy football, have made a huge play into the betting space. It was, it was kind of a. It's weird. You've got this battle between those that started in the fantasy sports world mm-hmm. and then Barstool, who has all the degenerates that follow them and all the degenerate gamblers that watch all their stories and like their posts. It's And you've got them competing for these two, uh, for this market, really, that's, I mean, the, the whole country is about to, we're just going to see this massive explosion yep. in sports betting here over the, over the course of the next uh really 18 months, I think. It'll be interesting to see who actually gets California and they're all lobbying for it right now. So I want to talk, I want to talk injuries real quick in this game. Uh, There's not a whole lot going on here except for both tight ends are down. I think that that's a wash. No boom for the Rams is banged up. He's probably not going to play. He's a backup lineman, not the worst scenario scenario if he's unable to go. I think the difference in this game is going to come down to the Rams front seven on defense against that Bengals O-line who gave up nine sacks against the Titans. I've got a, uh, a sneaky MVP, Super Bowl MVP bet here for you guys. Give Aaron, it to me. Aaron Donald is plus 1,800. I love the value yeah. there. Yeah, I, I think that the, the Bengals offensive line are going to have a real challenge keeping him away from Joe Burrow. I think he's going to be a game disruptor. I, I, I also have the Rams – Plus 750 in a future bet. Uh, the day that the um, uh, what's the Von Miller trade was made, I, I threw uh, some money down on the Rams to win the Super Bowl. He's Be- been a monster. <laughs> monster. Yeah. You know, he's come on very strong in the last three games, and that defense is playing lights out. Um, I'm going to hedge that, though. I'm going to wait until that line moves to four and a half. I'm going to push it up to five and a half. I'm going to take the Bengals plus five and a half. 
And I'm going out on a limb here, and I'm calling a Rams victory by less than five points with their defense coming up big to close this thing out and Aaron Donald winning the MVP. <laughs> it's going to be really tough for Donald to win the MVP because it's mm-hmm. it's a quarterback award. Like you it think back to really you think back to Von Miller winning the MVP when the when the Broncos, Broncos beat yeah. the two, Panthers. Two, two forced fumbles and two and a half sacks. That's what it took. Right, yeah. but the only reason that he won it is because Peyton Manning had no more feeling in his fingers and he couldn't exactly. throw the fucking ball, right? Yeah. I just even if Donald Donald would have to a defensive player either Von Miller or Aaron Donald would have to be involved in causing two turnovers and scoring a defensive yeah, touchdown. I agree. Because other than that, if Stafford's if Stafford throws two touchdown passes mm-hmm. and controls the offense, he he wins, right? Like right. I think that if you're looking at Rams that 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 could win the MVP, right? It would be Stafford number one, Cup number two. Probably OBJ would be number three, maybe. How come nobody? I mean, nobody's bringing up the running game. Is Cam well, Akers I was just, even a discussion? I was just going to say Cam Akers, <laughs> except he's looked really bad the last couple of games. The interesting thing about going to to watch the Rams and see them so much in person is we haven't even talked about the, I mean, I mean, Donald is, he might be the best player in the league, but the best player on the team right now, uh, his, his coverage on Mike Evans in that Tampa Bay game on that one play, notwithstanding is Jalen Ramsey. He's so good. And you never hear about him because on television, because he shuts down the entire fucking side of the field that he's playing on. It's just, nobody goes, they don't throw it. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Uh, you actually nailed. I think that those are the, the those are the favorites to win the MVP. The only reason I like Donald to win it so much, yeah. it, it's a long shot, right? It's a like yeah, let's throw yeah. let's Good throw a hundred let's throw a hundred bucks at this plus eight hundred. We know that the weakness on that Bengals team is their offensive line. So how are they going to put up with this guy? I think there's a lot of value for your money on that bet, which is uh, the only reason I might just throw something light at it. You know? And I mean, look, if the Rams, if if the Rams get ahead, I'd, I'd be, I'd be interested to see like the, what the crowd is like, but you know, Aaron Donald, he, it's really going to be a tough one because he's not the guy that comes away with the strip sack and, yeah. or, or like the big hit. He's the guy that attracts three people. And then Von Miller comes around the corner yeah. and, and is like, you know, Got yeah. nobody blocking him. It's almost like an assist in hockey, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Hey, guy, I think a good individual bet. We brought his name up again, but OBJ, depending on what site you're on or where you're betting, I think his receptions is like five and a half. You can bet over. I think he'll, you know, bet over five and a half. I think the receiving yards is like sixty-four and a half for the game. Um, and I just think all the attention that's going to be on Cooper Cup. I, I think that's a nice sneaky little way to get an individual bet on one guy. He was re- OBJ was so good in the NFC Championship game. There yeah. was a couple of there was yeah. a, there was a bunch of like third and eleven on their own twenty seven yard line, like nut crunching time where OBJ was just catching the ball and it like <clears throat> he wasn't doing any. The 49ers were playing great defense. He's just muscling up. He also could catch one of those magic passes that he does and that we've seen and mm-hmm. just bolt down the field. And I think sometimes when he catches those passes, the defense, regardless of what team is they're playing, is just so 
already thinking that that pass was not going to get caught, that he's already just gone before they can catch him. And he could catch one of those monster passes that's 80 yards in the first quarter or not. He, yeah. he has that capability. Yeah. The, the reason that Stafford's going to win the MVP is because is because it. we haven't mentioned the guy that's going to catch the bomb. The guy that's going to catch the bomb is Van Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, right. that, yeah. Could, could you imagine if they still had Robert Woods on this offense? Oh, oh that's man. my guy, Bobby silly. Trees. He's silly. Bobby Trees. So my hope is, and I can't believe that they didn't do this at the <laughs> NFC Championship game, but we need, and I mean like need, need, need a, a luxury suite box, wherever he is, shot of Bobby Trees because every Rams fan that I know, I mean – before there was Stafford, before Cooper Cup was a thing, you know, people love Aaron Donald, but the Coliseum, the USC connection, people love Robert Woods. They yeah. love him. And that was such a bummer. Mm. And when he went out with a torn ACL, it made me feel like the Rams Super Bowl season when we watched Cooper Cup's ACL explode right in front of us. Yeah. And, you know, that, that was a real close Super Bowl, shitty score, but you like to think that maybe he would have made a difference, but then OBJ comes they, in. What, and, they signed him a day before he got hurt, right? Because yeah. he got hurt in practice. Yeah. This yeah. Is, it's an, I don't know. It might be an energy thing. might be just the Rams time, hopefully. But I hope I hope we get a good Bobby Trees shot up on the big scoreboard. Yeah. People, will, uh, people will go crazy. I, I love the way he carries himself. Reminds me of a, a Marvin Harrison, just the way he moves and carries himself on the field. Yeah. On the field, not off. Off the field, no. <laughs> you see a little bit more again. Oh, <laughs> okay. I, I know what you're referring to there. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, well, that's all the time we have for today. Please give us a follow at Armchair Donkeys to get our plays in real time on our Instagram story and hit that YouTube subscribe button for show updates. Thanks to the Amels for joining us today. Have an amazing time at the game on Sunday, guys. You bet. Thanks, Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs> my go Rams. These are my playoff horns. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, guys. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks, guys.